everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Daryl's Daring Thoughts, Melanin, Melanin Edition. Thank you for tuning in. We are celebrating Women's History Month um, for the month of March. And I have a special guest on my podcast today. I'm so excited to have her. Uh, she is one of the most important women of my life. And I wanted to celebrate her and to have a conversation with her. So everyone, welcome my mother, um, better known to y'all as uh, Stephanie Williams-Jones. Hey, mama. Hey, Cordero. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. <laughs> Y'all, so this is my mommy. She birthed me um, 34 years ago. So I'm excited to have my mommy on here <laughs> for us to have a little conversation um, about her life, my life and everything. And yeah, I just wanted to celebrate my mommy. So it's time to it was time to have her on here. We can keep this podcast forever. This will be a forever memory. So I definitely wanted to make sure I have you on here. Oh, well, thank you. I really appreciate it. Yes. And before we get started, I'm very proud of you and, and what you're doing with us. This is very, I'm very happy for you. Thank you, Mommy. So let's get started. So everyone, normally I send the questions out to my guests, but I did not send my questions out to my mother because <laughs> I just didn't want to. <laughs> and because I know my mother, so I know how she's going to respond. And so, yeah, so let's get started. So Mama, I wanted to go in and just... Talk, well, first of all, what does Women's History Month mean to you? Oh, wow. It means a lot to me. Uh, so it's like it speaks of my mom, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, my aunts, and all the, the women that I've read about, you know. It speaks mm-hmm. a lot. A lot. Um, the things that that my family of women that taught me a lot, you know. Um, I grew up around graceful women, you know, um, that told me what I should do, what I couldn't do as being, growing up as being a black lady, you know. So, yes, it, it means a lot. It means a lot. Um, and it also means that um, that I had, a chance to know that I have a daughter that I can tell her the same thing as far as what I was brought up as a, as a black woman, you know, but yeah, it means a lot. It means a lot to me. Yeah. Beautiful. Good answer, mommy. So <clears throat> let's, <laughs> let's, <laughs> so let's get into it. So I'm going to ask you um, some questions. Just give me, you know, your honest, you know, feedback um, from your, um, you know, honest feedback, honest responses. You know, this is a safe space for you, Mama. You can curse if you need to. Um, <laughs> you can definitely use whatever language you choose. So, yeah, I'm not going to judge you. I will not curse. I will not curse. But you can. I will respect you. So, the first question. <laughs> first question is, what is the first memory you have? What is the first memory you have? Um and receiving love from your parents? Wow. That's a, that's a, that's a good question and a hard question. 
because um, my parents were separated when uh, when I was nine years old. So it's very hard for me to answer that. Uh, as far as um, would it be I was easier to answer? By my mom. Was it be easier to answer individually? Like when it was um, when was the first time you felt you? felt you um, received love from Granny, um, and then we could talk about um, Granddad. Yeah, it is different. But even even raising up, and you know, it's so different because when my dad was around, I remember the little things that my dad did around Christmas time. He played Santa Claus, and he did all that. You know, I do remember those times. Mm-hmm. It, you know, and then... After that time was over, when the separation, then my mom, you know what I'm saying? Then she raised me. But even though um, the love, um, I I hardly ever heard the word, I love you. You know, I hardly ever heard that. Not saying that my mom didn't love me. My mom did everything in the world for me. Did everything. Well, for some reason, it was hard um, for that love to come out to say, I love you. And I think that's one thing that really devastated me in my life because I didn't hear that word coming up. So do you that's think, why. Um, do you mm-hmm. think, Do you think that that is a, um, has to do with you know, you know, being raised by, you know, the old Southern family, you know, our family is from, you know, roots are from Mississippi and. Right. Yeah, it it does. Because when I, when I told that, that story about that, come to find out that's how she was brought up, that she didn't hear that. And, and, and and it's like, it was a family thing. It, It was like the way they were brought up and it went on from generation to generation. So that's why when I found out it was like that to her, that's why I couldn't be mad at her, you know, us not saying that. I, I remember, I remember I said that one time and I said, Mom, I love you. And you remember how the house was made on East End and I said it going past the dining room when mm-hmm. I said it to her. Mm-hmm. She was reading the book. And then... I didn't hear it no more until when I got all the way down that long hallway going to the kitchen. And I kept saying to myself, wow, when is she going to say it? <laughs> you know, and it took her a while to say it. It really, really did. But then when I found out that she didn't, it wasn't said to her that often. So that's why that I've learned that I had to break that cycle. That um, that I tell you and Robin all the time that I love you, that I love you, whether um, whether I give you anything or not, or whether I'm mad at you or not or anything. I always say I love you. Sometimes that that cycle has to break, but I know deep down inside that my parents loved me. That's without a doubt, you know. So yeah, yeah. Okay, um, but you know what? What, 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 what is it's interesting that you say that because 
yes, you know, it was probably, it was hard for granny, um, to this and, you know, your um, granddad and, and granddaddy to display love to you verbally. She displayed, she just said it to me all the time. So, mm-hmm. you know, she, just, she said it to me all the time. So I just kind of found that mm-hmm. odd that, you know, she could say it to her grandchildren and show it, but she couldn't do it to her for her own children. So I just found yeah. that kind of odd, but I don't know if, yeah. I don't know, that's weird. I believe, I mean, I know it's true because, you know, granddaddy's, you know, was like that. My father, my father didn't really talk about how much he loved me. You know, he didn't really verbally say it, but he definitely would say it to, you know, younger kids and stuff like that. So that, that was just weird. I guess, I I don't know. I guess, um, I guess in from the time that, that coming down the line, I guess when her grandkids started to come, I guess maybe, maybe she realized, you know, that, you know, that, okay, she probably felt the need of, it's time for me to say that, you know, who knows? Cause you know, for yourself, mom did everything in the world for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, she, she helped raise you all, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, she did everything. She loved me. For, and I knew she did, you know, but it was, it was just that hard, you know? And then when my dad left, that, that devastated me because I've always thought that my mom and dad, was never gonna split up. Well, never, let's talk about ever. that because that was actually uh, my next question. Mama. <laughs> that was my that was my next oh, question. Really? Yep, that was my next question for you. Oh, I wanted wow. to know: um, Did um the, did um did the divorce affect you as a child as well as an adult? It affected me a lot as a child and an adult. Yeah. As I start growing up, yes, but it it affects me as an adult more because I start to remember more about it, you know, about um about the relationship, about the split up because I saw it, you know, I saw the the turmoil between the two. Not so I don't even think my brother even saw it because by me being the oldest, I saw it. And I've always thought my mom and dad was never going to split up. Never. It was no way impossible that I thought they was uh, the Cinderella, the prince. You know, that's what I thought. And when that happened, it just struck me really bad. And it seemed like um, all I thought about my dad was being the Santa Claus and being there, uh, making us think that Santa Claus was there, making a sled in the snow, biting off the cookies, thinking that Santa Claus was there. It just brought all that, you know. I remember meeting my daddy in the window. He was a postman coming home. It was all that stuff that I remember. And then when he left, it seemed like I was chasing him. It was like I was chasing a dream. It was like I was steady looking for my dad. But the more I was looking for my dad, I started, it started hurting me. Um, It started getting me into things, you know, trouble, you know, and um, it did. Their relationship, uh, a lot of people don't understand that when, when, when parents split up, they think that it does bother the kids now, but they don't know how far back 
is half bothered mm-hmm. of the kids. Mm-hmm. I'm 62 years old, and it still bothered me then. Until my adult, it did. It really did. You know, um, I had to see different relationships in my family. You know, my, my mom, she did the best she could. She did the best she could for us. And I had to see things. And then my father, you know, um, I mean, he came around when he wanted to. Um, I never knew why my mom never did um, took my dad to court for child support. At that time, um, I could see when he paid less for child support. And I could see the struggle that my mom did to help raise two me and my brother. But I was still wanted to still see my dad, you know, and and it was something when my dad passed and my, my we was all talking about that the only person that was steady looking for dad was Stacy. And they looked at me because most of them said they stopped looking because he seemed like he had gave up on them at that time. And but I was steady looking. And and he and and my brother said it probably hurted you the most, and I looked at him and I said it did. It hurted me the most because there was things that I was getting into, you know, to try to try to drown it out, try to fade it out, you know, because I was mostly a teardropper. Every time something bothered me or the past, I'm always crying. So I did whatever I could to avoid that, you know. And so, yeah, so, yeah. So, um, yeah. So do you think that, so, okay, so let let me just go back a little bit. So, um, you and granddad reconnected as an adult. Do Mm -hmm. you, um, how long was it like, how long ago was it when you and granddaddy reconnected? Um, we connected, um, Matter of fact, we connected during the time when mom got sick. Uh-huh. Before, no, 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 no. Way before mom got sick. It was, we, we got connected way before mom got sick. I apologize for that. Way before mom passed away and got sick. It was something that happened a long time ago. And still again, reaching out to dad. I finally got to dad. That's when he got remarried and everything. And, by that time, I gotten kind of got over that now. So then I was still reaching out to Dad, and his wife would always answer the phone. And I would say, well, tell Dad I called him, but I would always call him on his birthday. And he, he would always answer the phone, and he would say, he said something that kind of like got next to me. And he said, you always call me on my birthday. And that kind of like, and I said, come to find out that how we got connected when he found out that I was calling my dad every day, every day on the phone. And I would always tell his wife that I was calling him, leaving a message. And so I just told him one day, I said, your wife didn't tell you I was calling. And when I Felt that he wasn't getting the message. I mailed my dad a letter, and I said, "You didn't get the letter. You didn't get." Come to find out, he didn't. And I think that kind of bothered him 
And that's how we got connected. Mm. And she kind of called me. And and that hurt me. So she did. She that was hurt she, me she was doing so what, she was doing what my daddy my daddy's wife was doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She and she finally called me and she said, Stacy, I'm very sorry. I apologize. You don't know how that hurt me. That hurt me so bad. And that hurt me with my dad too. Well, you know what I'm saying? But we but in doing that time when my dad got sick, uh, we started connecting mm-hmm. together. And then we started connecting and we started connecting. And then I had to find myself to forgive my dad. Because that's the only way I had to get connected with my dad. I had to find myself to forgive my dad and everything. Because not that I was, I was always a forgiver person. I was still looking for my dad. Mm-hmm. But when I found my dad, my dad wasn't the same. You know what I'm saying? Um, he, he just wasn't the same. Especially when I found out he was pushing away. You know, so I had to forgive him, you know, of, of a lot of stuff. And that's how we got together. And he's been gone for two years now. And within those 10 years, I'm going to say maybe 10, 12 years since I've been here, and me and my dad, we really got connected really, really good. And I think that it was just the grace of God that we got together and for the last, you know, got together for the last time that no animosity, no nothing, you know, in our heart. And um, even though you have to do that with parents, you know, Uh It's hard. I see some kids that, and I hear people, how their parents treat them, and it's hard to hear that, you know, because being a parent, you're not supposed to. But sometimes you don't know what that parent went through. And sometimes we're not, we're not opening, open up ourselves to know that. And to know, that's why um, I've always think that each child, regardless if you got the different dads or my, it's always best to know who your family is because it's so much, you know what I'm saying, that you don't know um, what kind of uh, illness that somebody had in the past, Mm -hmm. mental illness that somebody had. Yes. that nobody knows anything about, you know, and everything. And uh and I feel as you know, as as black people that we should we should know, regardless if we're not with that person, mm-hmm. the family or regardless. Take some notion. Somebody you gonna know that's gonna like you and say, Hey, what's going on with the family history? What do I need to know this? Mm-hmm. Do I need to know? Because, like Yep. My daughter's family. If I hadn't known that my daughter's family had a family member was asthmatic, I wouldn't have never known that. And she got sick, what, baby? I never knew that. Yep. Until her uncle, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, 
you know, so yeah. And it's beyond that. uh, We need to we need to break breaks. You know, that's why I wanted to have this conversation with you, because black, you know, as black people, we don't have these conversations. You know, we grew we grew up in the church and where they always say, you know, take it to the Lord in prayer, leave it at the altar, go to your pastor or just sweep it under the rug and and don't talk about it. So that's kind of why I wanted to have, you know, this conversation with you to encourage other people to have these conversations with their parents. And, you know, there are a lot of things that you just said that I have never heard you say before, you know? And so, you know, I'm happy that I'm I'm able to sit down and talk to you. And I want to encourage anyone that's listening to, you know, have those difficult conversations because, um, you know, you know how I feel about mama, about, you know, my, my dad passing away and, you know, things that I didn't get to say and things I didn't get to experience with him. And it really, it, it ate me up bad. It, it, it really did a bad, it did a, it did a number on me um, mentally. It really bothered me and it still bothers me to this day. Uh, to this day, I still don't even think of my, the fact that my dad has passed away. I just think that he's just not in my life because, you know, I went, I went a while for my dad with, with my dad, not really, you know, being in my life. Um, and so it's easier for me to think that that's what's going on than to still accept that he's, he's, he's not on earth anymore. And so I still have my moments where I think about it, but I want to encourage people to have those conversations because you never know tomorrow, you know, tomorrow isn't promised to any of us. And, Mm-mm. you know, you, and, 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 and if you feel in your heart that don't always wait on someone to make the first move. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's what if I was going. If you always waiting for, like, yeah. I always felt and, like, you and, know, and I'm the if child. If I'm not mistaken, I shouldn't reach. I shouldn't right, have to reach out. And I'm out. not mistaken. I think, and it did not. If I'm not mistaken, I think I said that to you. I, I, I think I might have said that to you. Um, I might have said that to you. But yeah, I, I think that you know that yeah. I, I used to tell that sometimes that. We sometimes we might have to be the biggest person, you know, bigger than the bigger person, you know, um, to do that, you know, because that did carry you up a lot. It did emotionally. It did. It sure did. But um, I'm glad that um, that I know that I feel that you are getting better. Um, uh, you are getting better. Because I know from the beginning, it it really it tore you up inside. Because uh, I was doing a lot of praying, you know. Because uh, I hated that happen mm-hmm. like that. I really did. Yeah. Well, let's move on um, to some spicier talk conversations, Mama. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, what made you fall in love with my daddy? Oh my lord! <laughs> I did not know that was coming. I'm just saying, y'all. When my daddy passed away, I didn't know who was more upset, my mom or me, because this woman. I mean, I then she then she was asked to give the eulogy at his funeral <laughs> with his whole wife there. <laughs> 
because my, God. my my father my dad's side of the family loved my mother they love her still to this day and <laughs> they said i don't care who here you we want you to do this i was like why are y'all asking my mother to do <laughs> it was I, so i just had i just wanted to ask you like what what made you fall in love with my dad Oh my lord! Oh my god! He, <laughs> threw you off, threw you off guard, huh? <laughs> yeah, you did. I did not see that coming. Look at you smiling! Look at right. you smiling and blushing was, like this. Am, yeah, you bring it back old memories. Oh my goodness! Um, Gross. Um, he was he was a handsome guy. He was a sexy looking handsome guy. He was. He was one of like I'll be sure looking guys. Hey everyone, it's Daryl from Daryl's Daring Thoughts. Couple questions for you. Do you have a black-owned business? Do you want to be a sponsor? Well, you've come to the right place. I have a great podcast, Daryl's Daring Thoughts, that you can sponsor your business on. You can sponsor it for one, two, three episodes or maybe the entire season. So if you want to sponsor your brand on my show, contact me at DarylDaresYou at gmail.com. That's Daryl. D-A-R-O dares you at gmail.com to learn how you can be heard in multiple countries alongside a celebrity guest through my sponsoring ad package. Can't wait to hear from you. That's what he was looking like. Oh, you, he looked oh, you like them light skin pretty men. You like them light skin pretty yeah. men. Mm, well, uh, that one I did. I ain't gonna say all of them. That one I did <laughs> at the time. Yeah, yeah. What yeah, was it? Yeah, what, what, yeah. What, what, what was it like? Was yeah, was those, the way he talked to you? Was it his like swag? Like was it like what? No, was he it? didn't have no swag like that. He was quiet. It was the look. He had the <laughs> he had the look. You know, he had that not. I ain't gonna say the dangerous, sexy look. You know, he. He had to look, you know. I am so very sorry I even smart. asked this question. Very smart. You did. You I'm sure so did. sorry I asked this question. Yeah, you know, you're very sorry now. Not Archie. this dangerous yeah, look about was, him. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, you know, he was, yeah. Because he, he didn't have that swag. Like, he didn't brag about himself. Or he didn't, you know, he didn't, he wasn't like that. And he was the type of person, he, he would observe you. Uh, no, he was very and he had that look, yeah. Like and a, how it was like a met. mysterious. We, it was like mysterious. Look. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like I like the man too, we Mom. Met, how we met? How we met? Ah, yes, yes, yes. He had how we met. He, we were playing. Um, I went to this club, and they was playing cards, and we played bid with. And for some reason, either he asked me to be his partner. Or I asked him. I can't remember. Because he loved, we loved to play cards. And that's how we ended up meeting. I did not we know this. We were cards together. Mm-hmm. I did yeah. not know this. Wow. And, uh, and Ford Heights. Yeah. Ooh. And Ford Heights. Before, and East Heights before it became Ford Heights. Yeah, okay. East Heights. Yeah, made mm-hmm. that clear before East yeah. Heights, before it became Ford Heights. Okay, it was nicer. Okay. Right, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, interesting. Yeah, I can't remember. Is there any man? Oh, Shannon. That was the name of it, Shannon. Shannon, okay. That's where I met him at. 
is there any is there any guy that you've ever dated that you or 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 felt like that that was the one that got away? Ooh. Like, dang, why didn't I stay with him? Dang, why didn't I, you know, try to make that work a little bit more? No. No? Mm-mm. Okay. I, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree, I just, but okay. Uh, well, no, you know who uh, I'm going to say. Yeah. Harvey Jesse. Yes. <laughs> I thought so. I love Jesse. I loved him. But you was on the outside. Uh, I know. See, that's you know, some people don't get me wrong. Jesse, I was ten years older than him, but he was a, he was still a uh, what you call an old man mind. He was still he wasn't that you know yeah, old soul. I didn't the old soul. You know, I didn't want you know. I wasn't really in love with him. What made me was intense with him is that. He used to do things that, let's say, that your dad wouldn't do. Uh, like, because I guess because the way he grew up, Jesse believed in buying roses and mm. putting teddy bears in the car. One day he put a, a teddy bear and a heart in the car. I almost scared the daylights out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I opened the door and I'm like, oh, where is this? And I screamed, I jumped. I said, like, oh, you know, he would surprise me with little stuff like that, you know. And that's something that, that always that never that never happened to me. Mm-hmm. You know, little things he would do, you know. And but it was it just wasn't meant to be with me and him. And mm-hmm. plus I wasn't I wasn't right at the time for me and him. I wasn't it just wasn't meant to be. It just wasn't. Okay. No, it just wasn't. Well rest yeah. in, well rest but, in peace, Jesse. Yeah, yeah, sure was. He was a gentle guy, though. He was a gentle giant, and I, I do, I still do that. Um, I, I can even, I can even remember one of the songs that you know that's really something. You can remember the songs that <laughs> that the guy that you like. I think the song with that the song you have in my baby. Well, he liked it, that song, and then the, every time I would hear that on the radio, oh, I was Jodeci. You know, yeah, that was uh, yeah, and I and he liked that. He went and bought me the CD. Forever, I remember lady. that. I, my name, yeah, and he he loved that. He, he got what he said. I was to him, so it seemed like I would hear that song every now and then on the radio, and I'm like, wow, Jesse, and that's what I was saying. You know, okay. yeah, so, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. You this. know a lot about your mama today, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I'm learning a lot. <laughs> um, so do you think um do you think the 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 lack of the lack of of a father figure growing up? Well, we, I mean, I mean, you know, later on in life granny got married, you know, to um Chester and but you were already you you were you were grown you know when that happened so as a child do you do you think that the lack of a father kind of made you not be so smart in your choices with dating or or Um. or also you know for me you know, you've always been in a relationship from, you know, from what I can remember, you know, you were in a relationship with mm-hmm. someone. So do you feel like, right. 
that that had anything to do with it as well? Um, as far as father figure, yeah, um, like not really having prob- that probably male no, I, no, just for well, just looking for love. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if there's a father figure or mother in both realms, mother and father. You put it together, just looking for that L O V E. That's all. Just looking for love. So you, know, so you think I was looking, looking for, for love. love from right, right, love from from my mom and my father. You know, it it um yeah, I was looking for both from both. You know. That word, I love you. That's all I was looking for. At that time, that's all I was looking for. And what not hearing that, that made me search for that. And and some of it was not good, me searching out that. Like I said, I got hurt in the process of looking for just that. You know, because... Nobody told me that, L-O-V-E, and nobody never said that to me, you know. When I was coming up, it was like kids were seen but not to be heard. So it's a lot you couldn't say things back, you know, back then, Mm -hmm. you know. So I I couldn't say nothing, and I couldn't say, like, well, why come you couldn't couldn't say you love me? You know, it's just things that... You know, and I didn't know. Nobody taught me. All I know is that when you hear the word, I love you, it was the most breathtaking word that, you know, that somebody cared for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or hugging. That's why, you know what I'm saying? That's why I'm always, like, hugging someone or, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's it's a feeling. And that's when I didn't get it. So I went outside trying to look for it elsewhere mm-hmm. and sometimes it hurt me in the process of doing it right um in some relationships that i shouldn't have been in um um you know um, a lot of things um drugs yeah. drinking and you know stuff that i did you know just looking for just that just looking for that right and and today, I think that's what people are doing. Because even at the drug treatment center, 99% is not always drugs. 99% is mostly your problem. As far as, like, it could be what how you was coming up, how you was raised, how you was treated, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all of that, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, my next question is, did losing granny, um, do you think losing granny played a role in, um, your, um, um, addiction, um, in your addiction at that time? At that time, um, I, um, well, you know, after I lost mom, I was clean for a long time. Um, I was clean for a very long time. How I got back out there, I couldn't tell you why. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just something that I've seen. 
that I was around that I shouldn't have been. Was it like a void? Because, you know, I've never talked to you about this, but, you know, even. No, it never, it never was, it never, it never, it never was mom's death. Because if it was, I would have been right back at it. Because Uh trust me or not, at that time, God protected me and still was protecting me. I went outside the realm and, and thought I can handle it by being around. Uh-huh. And when I saw it, that's what got me. That's what pulled me in. And by that time, when it pulled me in, it pulled me in really, really bad. And you knew that. Uh-huh. Um, it pulled me in bad. And um, I was in the most deepest hole that I've ever seen myself in. And this hole was so deep, I thought I wasn't going to crawl out. And when I was crawling out this hole, I saw people coming out this hole. I never think I never told you. And this hole was so deep, I saw everybody. I saw you. I saw Robin. I saw Mama. I saw the people were hurt. But I was still climbing. And I've never, I mean, I had been in and out of rehab. I had been in about. And, and, and I, I got out of a hole and I got out of a hole. Got in the hole, got out. But this last hole, it was bad. And as I was climbing, I was crying. I seen this. And it was like, I, by the time I got up to the hole, I saw a hand reaching out for me. And I had promised, I did. And I knew then. I looked down at the hole. And I just thought, oh, y'all, my family, everybody. And then the hole just closed up. And I said to myself, when I came here to Minnesota, I said, Mm-mm, never. Because I knew then that hole was representing me, telling me if I ever go back that way, I wasn't coming back. I knew I wasn't. I knew I was not coming back. And yeah, so yeah, that that was my. Um, I've never seen nothing like that in my life. In no dream like that. Huh. It was it was it was something else. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, I did not know that. Um, so let's get into some stuff. No, matter of fact, I told one person about it. You know, but this is the first time I've ever said it mm-hmm. out to anybody, but yeah, 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 it devastated me. Yeah. Yeah. Very bad. Well, you're here. You're, I think you're it well. was meant to scare me. Been, That's what it was. Oh been yeah. Clean for a very long time. And I'm, you know, you're good. Oh, yeah. So yeah. let's talk about, Praise God, yeah. yes, let's talk about you and me. So mm-hmm. mama, do you remember the first time I told you I was gay? Yes, I do. I think I do. You do? Okay. Well, uh, well uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. Now, I remember when you were young. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think you remember telling me something about you might be or you. I don't know why. For some reason, I thought you were. You weren't 
You were still in high school, weren't you? Yes. You picked me. You were picking me up from high school. I'll never forget. You were picking me up from school. You were in your maroon van. Um, because you were okay. about to, because you had to go to work. And you were picking mm-hmm. me up and I was crying because okay. remember I was being bullied and this guy was looking for me, trying to fight mm-hmm. me and all that stuff. And you had to come have a meeting with the principal. And that's when I said it to you in the car. I was like, you know, mom, I'm gay. And, mm. and do you remember your response? <laughs> um, uh, I probably flipped out. I'm quite sure I did. You I don't cried. remember. You cried. You cried I, as if I said someone died. You cried. <laughs> you cried so bad. And and I just, I mean, I mean, I look back at it now and laugh. But I just wanted to know if you remembered that moment. I, I I remember. I don't remember crying, but like I said, if I said I flipped out, my flipping out is crying. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I, I you know, and you know, Cadell, I I was totally shocked. Not that you say, but I just felt like I failed you. That's why did you think you failed me? I don't know. I just I don't know because. At that time, so you telling I me, Mama, so out of all that, you you telling me that because you know they always say that you I felt like you knew all along. You you never had you never like really I did well. You know what? You know what? Come on, I, Mama. I, I, I did. You know what? No, 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 no. I did. Now, I'm gonna I'm tell you. I I kind of because the things that you were doing, uh, like uh, playing Delores, uh. <laughs> Is uh, what's the color? I did, but then I thought you was acting because you love to do things. You know, the speeches you did, my Luther King speeches, you love to act. You know, I never, I thought about it, but then I looked the other way. That's because I thought you loved to do things. Mm. I never really, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can but see then, that. I can see that. You know, that's why I never. I never really. Then I thought about it because, and then when you said it, then it dawned on me, bro. There was no father figure around you at all, you know. And 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 I said, okay, okay, I did. I actually just thought that. I, then I started blaming myself, then blaming my dad. It was a lot of blaming mm-hmm. to go around, especially with me, you know. At that time, you know, it's, you know, it's hard to accept that from day one. Okay. It's hard. I mean, at that time, now it's not, I mean, it's easy for, I guess, to hear, because I hear from other people, but when it comes from, it's hard. I'm I'm not going to lie. It it was hard. I, I, I felt like. I failed you in some kind of way or something, you know. It was hard, you know. And at those days, you know, like you said, everybody was, and mostly was in the closet about it, you know. Because mm-hmm. I had a, um, I had an auntie was gay and, you know, and everything. I was very, very young when that happened. But like I said, it was, I never knew, you know. I, I just never knew. But now, I seen a, 
And I think me and you had a conversation on the phone. And for some reason, I don't know, we I don't think we had an argument or something. But something happened. And you said, I can't tell you, Mom. And I felt like when you knew that I did not approve of it or I was didn't like it or something, you kind of, like, backed away from me a little bit, you know. And... I never felt like I you. Did, I never felt like day. you didn't approve. I just um, felt like it you wouldn't not, that I you didn't understand. I just felt like you just didn't. You I wouldn't didn't understand. understand. Oh, I did. Right. I ain't gonna say approve. Thank you for saying that because I sure wasn't. It was. I didn't understand. But anyway, I thought you was kind of pulling away from me because I didn't understand, and so it was like less conversation. It was some conversation I brought up, and you were just well pull away from me or something. You wouldn't say much, you know. And I was like sitting down one day watching TV and this lady's son and then this lady was black and her son was black. And she made a statement and it was something wrong with him and he was gay. And she kept saying, no matter what, he's still my son. And it hit me. I'm like, Damn, this was like one o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, wow. And it hit me. So I don't know if you remember, I called and left you a message. And I said, Cordero, when you get this message in the morning, call your mom or something I said. And I told you I love you or something like that. And I think I said something about regardless, you know, you know, I'm always going to love, love you no matter what, you know, because I felt like, I wanted you, I wanted you near me. You know, I don't want you to fall apart from me because I want my children to always tell me any and everything. You know, I don't want, you know, none of you all to go back and have to explain yourself to anyone when you can't explain it to me, mm-hmm. you know. And well, I, I, you, I always... I want you to know that I definitely feel your love. I think our relationship now is... Um, when it comes to my, you know, my life choices and who I'm dating and things like that, I feel more comfortable now talking to you about it. Um, you don't judge. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely feel like we have a, a better communication now. I think our communication now is better than it's ever been. Um, and I, and I yeah. so I'm, you know, I'm happy about that because, you know, I, I want to be able to talk to you about those things, but I'm, I'm grateful for you, mother. Right. And that's why I wanted to salute you for women's history month, because, you know, you are, a very important person in my life. You have overcome so much. You are, you're generous. You know, you're, you, you, you will give your last for someone and you've always been that person. You love to see other people happy and I love you. Um, I cherish you. I adore you. I appreciate you for always being so selfless and you know, you know, you, you know, I want you to stop Stop blaming yourself for things in the past. That's why I wanted to talk to you and have this conversation because, you know, you know, we all, we, we, you know, life goes on. We've all have grown from our past, you know, and we, you know, it's, you know, 2021 is just, you know, in my opinion, just about starting, you know, starting over, starting fresh, forgetting all those other things. And so um, you've overcome so much and I just feel like you are one of those 
women that will forever be at the top of my list of um, one of the most strongest women I've ever met in my life. So, Mother, I want to salute you. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you too. You did so good, Mama. You did really good. I appreciate you for being on my podcast. Thank you. Thank you. This was your first podcast. You did really good. And my first interview like that for anything, <laughs> I believe. But thank you so much. I appreciate you. You're welcome. And uh, everything, I appreciate you, son. And I'm very, very proud of you. Thank you. No matter what, you're going to always, always come to me for anything. Absolutely. Always. I thank you so much, Mama. <laughs> thank you all for listening and tuning in to Daryl's Daring Thoughts. And I will talk to you later. Thank you. To follow me on social media, you can go to Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram. Um, it's Cordero underscore Santiago. Follow me on Instagram to just stay in touch with everything I'll talk about. I'll update you on um, the upcoming episodes and things to look forward to. I'm so excited that I have an email address now for you guys to send me requests for topics any questions you have regarding a topic that I've already discussed or if you just want to vent about something that's going on in your life that you want me to talk about on an episode I have an email address for you to do all of those things the email is darrowdaresyou at gmail.com so I'll spell that for you darrow d-a-r-o d-a-r-e s-u darrowdaresyou at gmail.com send me an email 